phone. Well, if I can find a few actions in some way, I'm going to love it. The backlash makes me horny. We're up for the banter. It's a comedian. Hello, welcome back to that Josh James show. He's a stand-up comedian. I'm a Tyler. Somehow, we've ended up sitting here talking, and uh, people seem to enjoy it. Welcome back to another episode. How you doing, brother? I'm good, mate. How are you? Romper's number one podcaster. Yeah, yeah. Enjoying myself, mate. Lovely stuff, Lovely mate. bit of lunch that was, oh, wasn't it? Mate, we had a fucking blinding bit I of lunch. I was proud of you as well. There was a lot of seasoning on that chicken, and you enjoyed it. There was... Yeah, I think I like the seasoning. Little I chicken adobo. I think that's what... I, yeah, what is chicken adobo? Filipino vibe. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Big up the Filipinos. Yeah, I'm going to get some more of that for the missus on the way home, mate. That was good stuff. Yeah, mate. That was... What did you have? I had too much. I had a burrito with the chicken and the beef mixed and uh, loaded fries on the side. And mm. I'm feeling a bit fat and full up. Yeah, there's a lot more of you though, isn't there? Yeah, but that was too much, mate. That was enough food for two people and I, I tried eating it all. Yeah. Just a fat, greedy pig at the minute, mate. Yeah, mate. I was just sort of that vibe though, isn't it? It's like when you come into like autumn, winter, you, you just start eating shit more. You know what? I did it backwards though. I got in half decent shape for the beginning of the summer Went on holiday and I just haven't been to the gym since. So you know what it is? The sun comes out. All I want to do is play golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I get free time, I'm using it on the golf course. Yeah, of course, mate. So I'll have another good winter in the gym. Yeah. Try and get in a little bit better shape. Do you know what? It's quite nice actually going into Christmas not feeling like too fucking fat. I'm going to start now. Like I, That's one thing I said to myself last year. I was like, I know how much eating's involved. I want to lose weight for Christmas. Yeah. And not also not just cane it. Like sometimes when you're eating, like you get up with that little Christmas break in between like Christmas and New Year's, you're getting up, it's chocolate on the side. You're like, fucking, I'll have that for breakfast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, I was doing it yesterday. Literally woke up day after the party and there's just cake, chocolate. Yeah. No actual real food. I just ate like sweets and cake and chocolate yeah. all day. Felt disgusting, mate. Yeah, mate. And I'll tell you what do you at Christmas, them pigs in blankets. Yeah. Well, you can imagine what it's like around like my house they're, at they're Christmas, right. mate, They're the nice. They're nice for one, but then you, because they're so more, you have a few, and then you just start to feel fucking sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good, though, aren't they? You can't beat a pig Do you know what? Blanket. I think I've gone off of them, to be honest. Really? Yeah, because I'm just like, where I've I've done, I've absolutely smashed them for so many years. I've I'll like, do you some this year. When my brother's got a butcher shop. Yeah. I'll like roll up hundreds of them, thousands of them every year. He does these ones, yeah. Instead of putting like bacon around it, puts pancetta. Right. So it's like thinner, gets crispier. Yeah. I'll do you a pack of pancetta, pibs we call them. Yeah. Pigs in blankets. Yeah, I love a bit of that. I'll do you 20 pancetta pibs, mate. You'll go mad for them. Yeah, mate. Freebie or? Obviously, mate. Yeah. Not pay for meat around me, bruv. No, on. mate. That's what I got you, bruv. <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, that's why I've got no excuse for being a fat pig because it's just like I could just be eating chicken. Yeah. And, uh, Mate, do you know what though? Exercise and all that sort of stuff. Like now, I think back when I was younger, it was like a vanity thing. Like you want to look better. Was now, obviously, I don't want to. I, I don't. I just don't want to feel like. Yeah, yeah. You want to live. I just want to feel like not restrictive. I went for a couple of runs over the weekend, and where I've been eating, like, and I, was, I exercise consistently, but like where I've um, where I've gone for these runs, like when I'm in like decent shape i just run at a normal pace every time i just try and run at my normal pace and when i'm a little bit lighter that's always at like five minutes ten a kilometer and i was running yesterday like six minutes ten 
Yeah, yeah what? Because you're not in shape. Just because I'm a bit chunkier at the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, look, like you were saying to me before, even if you're exercising, if your diet's bad. Yeah, you know. It's like you can't, it's like my pal said, Mark Nielsen, shout out Transform London. Yeah. Give me a little ting, bruv. Yeah. Um, Give free beer. He's like, you can't out train a bad diet. Nah. And my diet is terrible at the minute. I'm like McDonald's can't. three, four times a week. Eating like a pig. One thing I do think though, when I see them geezers in like unbelievable shape, I just think, you're boring, boring. now. Boring. Boring. Really boring. Like fair enough, like. And not just that, vain. You gotta love yourself to be in that good a shape. Do you think? I really do. Because you gotta look yourself a lot when in the mirror. When you see him posing in the mirror, oh, I've got one for you. So you remember what I was saying to you about the thing that I hate the most is people posing in the mirror yeah. in the gym. Right, get this. My brother who was just talking to you outside. <coughs> Shout out Benji. He goes, um, he was like on the sit-up machine and he's looked and there was a bloke like asking someone something and he said no. And he's thought the bloke like wanted a spot or something. So Ben's like, give him the nod. And he come over and he was like, oh mate, do you mind like just filming me for a second? No. So Ben's gone, all right mate, yeah, sweet. Grab the, yeah. grab the phone. This bloke has pulled his shorts down, took his top off. He's got a gold thong on and stood there and done like a posing routine for like five minutes. Oh, and my brother's jokes. standing there, oh, filming him in the gym like, oh my God, <laughs> what is going on? That's great. And yeah, he bailed me straight away when he come out. I was like, oh mate, that is so sore. But what, he was like, locked into it, couldn't stop. Absolute, Harold Hill. Yeah, that's where you get a lot of the bodybuilders. Yeah, gold thong. I don't know about you, but like, I'm getting to an age now where like, I'm looking noticeably older and like, I don't like looking at myself in the mirror. Really? Whereas I used to like, I used to think, oh yeah, you look all right, mate. Like as now I'm looking at myself, every time I look at myself in the mirror, I'm just like, you look a bit fucking clapped. You know what I mean? Nah, look, we're just getting older, bruv. Yeah, I know, but how, how are you dealing with that? I'm fine with it. You cool with that, yeah? I'm absolutely fine with it. <coughs> yeah, I think I'm fine with it, but we just ain't youngsters no more. Do you know what I mean? I like, I've said before, this is just the best time of my life, mate. So I'm just yeah, embracing yeah, yeah. it, everything about it. I'm just enjoying my life. That's one thing I was driving home like, I was driving home last night actually from a gig and I was just thinking, do you know what? I'm so fucking grateful for the life I've got today. Yeah. I am so, so grateful. And that has all come through, you know what I mean? Getting clean and sober. Yeah, it's the way to be. It, like, it, it just has. And like, I would, I would like, I mean, I, I, no life is perfect, is it? You know what I mean? No, of course not. And I'm not a multi-millionaire. I'm not, you know, career-wise, I'm not where I where I've where I've dreamed to have been. I'm, but I'm doing well, I think. Um, but just everything else, that like, I've got a great family. You know what I mean? Great missus, great kid. Yeah, you got a lot to be grateful for, mate. Yeah, man. I tell I'm you just... what, you're putting in the grind now. So you got back from Edinburgh. Yeah. Done that hour show. Yeah. On the Friday, done another gig on the Saturday. Well, I'd done another gig after the work in progress on the Friday and then another gig on the yeah, Sunday. Yeah, mate, you're grinding. Yeah, but I've always done that. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, look, it's got to happen. It's, you're going to get where you want to go if you keep if you keep putting in that sort yeah, of Yeah, but even if I don't, I, I, do you know what? I think, like, people might, like, success. I think, I think you're successful if, like, you're just working hard and you're doing what you want to do. Yeah, well, like, uh, mate, it's happiness. If you're happy yeah. and content in doing what you're doing, then that's that's a success. But isn't it mad that all those things, like all the things that you want and just like being happy in your life, that can all just come from, you know, getting rid of that 
you know, if you've got an issue with a, with a drink and the drugs. It comes from within. Yeah. It's not external things. This is what they try and drill into you, right? So all my life, I'm trying to put things in me or use external things yeah. to change the way I feel on the inside. It's an inside job. If you get that right, you don't need any of that other stuff. Yeah. And look, I don't do it perfectly. You know what I mean? I'll be sitting there like, oh, that's a nice fucking watch. I like look at that car. Like, they get you. That's what it is. It's, like, it's the difference between happiness and pleasure is dopamine and serotonin. Serotonin is happiness. Dopamine is pleasure. And society's got it twisted that we think that dopamine is happiness mm. when it's not. It's just pleasure. It's short-lived. It's here today, gone tomorrow. Happiness, uh, when you get your serotonin levels right, you can have some longevity with that stuff. Yeah. And it lasts. And that's where they've got it twisted. And the reason is you can sell dopamine with things, flashy, flashy things. You get it and you're like, oh, that's a buzz and it gives you a bit of pleasure. You can sell it. That's you know why. what? I've never been bothered about like all the watches and the cars and that. Like, that's never bothered me. Yeah, but they are nice though. They're nice, but that's never, I've never thought, or oh, I've really, and I've never pictured myself having those things. You know what I mean? I just know that if ever I've been in one, it does give you a sense of like, oh, fucking hell, this is nice. Like my dad's mate had a boat in Portals. Yeah. And so when you're on that boat, you just feel powerful. Yeah, but is that because it's a one-off of you going on there if you had it all the time? I'm sure after a while, it wears off. That's why you gotta go and look for more stuff. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's the difference between them two things. If you're happy, you don't need anything. It's just contentedness. But I think we, like, in comparison to, say, like, other blokes we know, or friends our age, we get less of a buzz out of them things. Like, we we get more of a buzz out of things like, like, more creative things, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And more, like, quirky things, or, like, I'll send you a YouTube video. Yeah, of, like, some, some out shit. there weird stuff, yeah. Whereas, like, my mates are like, oh, fucking, I want to get that big gold kettle, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that actually, birds, motors, watches... Mate, if you looked at my YouTube, like recently watched, it's like such a mixed bag of mad stuff. Like kettles. I'm, no, no, not at all. It's like, like you said, all creative, like artsy, like weird stuff. Watching people make things. Like, I'm watching this guy at the moment. He makes like suits of armor mm. with a hammer and fucking. He's got like these little things. Just beats on this metal and turns it into like suits of armor. Yeah. And I'm right on him at the minute. I've been watching him for like three days. It's sick. Really? Like sick. Just a hammer, couple of, don't get me wrong, he's got some fucking tools around him, but like things like that. That's how I got into the leather, leather working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just watching it on YouTube, like, oh mate, that looks really good. They're like relaxing to watch. Yeah. Seeing someone who's really good at doing what they do, and like, don't get me wrong, the video's got to be shot quite well. I just love sitting and watching it. I'd rather watch that stuff than like a game of football. Yeah. I'm a bit of a weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, mate, I said this to like, our mate Tom, or the Plum, as his code name, he tries to wind me up about football, or whatever. I'm like, because I used to be the guy who like football was my life. Yeah. I'm like, we have a bad result in the weekend. My like, weekend's over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like now, I'm not that fucking bothered to be honest. I said to him, because you know why? Like stand up is my football now, and he's like, stand up, your football, you fucking prick. Who do you think? Yeah, it's very he, close. Yeah, it's but, very close. But he's like, he's like, what are you think? I was like, if there's a game of football on or a new stand-up special, I'm watching the stand-up special every day of the week, mate. He goes, nah, you're talking shit, Jamie. I struggle to watch a whole special. Really? Yeah. Listen, there, there ain't, yeah. Apart from Chappelle. 
Mm. I struggle to watch them. Don't get me wrong, they're good. What was that one you sent me? Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Great special. Mustard, yeah. They, they're, they're the I best. watched it in a few bits. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. couldn't just sit there and watch it all. Whereas, yeah. like, Chappelle, mate, I'm just catting for a new special. Yeah, mate. Has he got any in the pipeline? Do you know I that? don't know. Probably. He's Chappelle, man. He's always oh, turning he's up. He's good, isn't he? But, but, yeah, but... Going back to what I was saying originally, I was just, like, driving back last night, just like, I'm fucking content, man. And, like, I'm working hard, but, like, do you know what I think... I like that now my life is just quite nice and normal. There's no like dramas, there's no carnage, there's no yeah. me thinking about, oh, fucking hell, like. Why did I do that? It's, I'm just pretty normal. And you know what? Normality is fucking blinding. Ain't it a nice place to be? It's such a nice place to be. I always I used wanted, to say. I was either down there or I want to be up there. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and funnily enough, now that I don't go out smashing myself to bits, I don't really reach that. Yeah. But I'm so like you that. don't go down there either. So I don't go down there either. Bit of middle ground, the, mate. Bit of middle ground, yeah, it's man. It's a beautiful place to live. That's Took where me a I lot am. of years to figure that out, mate. That's where I am. Like, I, even when I'm having a bad day, it really ain't that bad. You know what I mean? No. In comparison. No, no. My bad days before I've just been like on the floor for like yeah. days on end. And then followed by, like you said, massive hires. I'm thinking, oh yeah, this is the bollocks, and just knowing, sneaky back in, in the back of my mind, like, no, nah, this ain't, it's, it can't, it can't last. I'm gonna end up crashing. I remember being now, like, just like on a nice little plateau, mate. It's nice. I remember being in my room, like my old house, first one I moved out to, and I was just on some mad, like in bed for like three days, feeling like shit, and look out the window, and I see someone walking their dog, and I remember thinking to myself. I'd love to be able to just do something like that. Just like take, take a dog for a walk. That's my analogy I use all the time. But I couldn't. Like, Me neither. I couldn't, like, couldn't do... I felt like I was either out partying or I was recovering from that session. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't do like... I couldn't do normal stuff like that. Like I just didn't... I mean, I don't even fucking like dogs. No. I'm not really all a dog walking. man. I like cats. I'm more of a... You know what I mean? I'm a pussy man, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'm looking, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want, a, I want a bit of that dog action. Mate, this is what I say, right? I'll be twitching at the windows, looking, and there's a geezer, like, out there washing his car, and there's a family, like, walking the dog to the park, and I'll just be like, how do you fucking do that? How do you like, do that? I didn't know how to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. All I knew was just, like, the fuckery that I was living in. And that's the, I'll use that analogy all the time. Would you now, know? I'm like, don't get me wrong, I don't walk the dog, because we had to offload the dog. <coughs> yeah. But... I'm up, dog. I'm up in the morning and like we sit around and have breakfast or like we go and kick the ball in the garden whatever it's just like I've got that normal life now and I fucking love it I couldn't understand how people would go over the park as well and get like enjoyment out of we went over to the park the other day with the boys it was good wasn't it mate I was actually buzzing yeah, it was good it was so much fun I mean like it was like it was just it was just lovely wasn't it you know? I tell you so when they're on six weeks holidays the teachers have asked like ask my missus to write like a thing of what they did like during the week yeah. for each week and he had to pick the favourite thing that you did and he was like she went what's your favourite thing you've done this week and he went ah oh, park with daddy and Jamesy ah oh, did he say <laughs> that this week's episode is sponsored by the one and only Kettle Club Kettle Club is one of the UK's best luxury watch dealers stocking the finest timepieces in the country from Rollies to Patek's, 
to Cartier's. If you're thinking of treating yourself or a loved one with something special, then you need to get onto Kettle Club. I know these guys personally, and not only do they run a fantastic business, but they're also genuinely great blokes. I've also bought uh, jewellery and watches off them in the past. So they are Josh James certified. Give them a follow on Instagram at kettle underscore club or check out their website, kettleclub.co.uk. You can also visit them in their Liverpool Street store located just next to the Anders Hotel by Liverpool Street Station. Not only do they sell watches, they also buy part exchange and offer a polishing service. Listeners of That Josh James Show can receive 15% off of polishing services when you quote That Josh James Show on your inquiry. So if you want to make that kettle looking brand new again, get onto them. You get 15% off if you're a listener of this podcast. That offer is brand dependent. So guys, go check them out. And a big thanks to Kettle Club for joining the journey, joining the team and for sponsoring the podcast. He was so lovely because he was just like, he's like, come on. Like, considering that that he's a, he's a bit, he's older than my son. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? he's good. He, look, he looks he was after really, the really, <laughs> He's really looking after him, you know yeah. what I mean? No, I'm, I'm really interested to see what he's going to be like as a big brother. Yeah, he'll be wicked big brother, man. Yeah, he's just, I hope so. He's a lovely kid. You know, he's at that age as well. Where it's like, go get me a nappy, go get me a wipe. You know what I mean? I can like send him to go and, and get will. bits to help, and he'll and he'll do it. You know what yeah. I mean? He'd be, he'd be interested in that. Yeah, Whereas, no. can you imagine if you got like two babies? Yeah, I think I'm a. I like this age gap, five years. Yeah, that's decent. Yeah, I think it's gonna work. That's decent. Um, my son's still the, he's still shitting himself and that. So yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's so much. It's still hard work, you know. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, but I took, I took him for a little trim the other day. How'd he go? Haircut. He's had three trims, right? One of them, he was sweet. The other, twi- t- t- twi- other two times, he was just not having it. Kicking off in the chair. But he looks, mate, once he had his haircut, he looks the governor. Yeah. Like, he's got this lovely little round face. Yeah. He's got his little, little like, squishy nose. <laughs> and he just, look, he just looks like such a fucking geezer. Yeah. And I don't know where he gets it from, because, like... I'm a fassy old, you know what I you mean? You know what? He does look like a geezer. He's a proper geezer. Yeah. Ginger. He looks like a little boxer, yeah. Yeah, ginger, mate, who goes over West Ham and beats people up uh, in his spare time. He goes, yeah. Like, this is like the biggest compliment he could play a kid. He goes, <laughs> he's going to be a fighter. And I'm like, oh, cheers, Tyler. Well, he might, you know, he might not be, he might, you know, might just want to live a normal life yeah. or whatever. You know? Nah, he's, he's going like, to be nah, a He's going to be a fucking fighter. He's going to be a handful. He's going to be a fighter. But that's him like, really complimenting, you know what I mean, my son. Yeah, yeah, of course. My missus is like, what was he saying he's going to be a fighter for? I was like, no, no, no trust me. That's a huge compliment. That's a huge compliment. Yeah. He's saying he looks like a fucking geezer. And I mean, I dress him like a, I dress him like a scouse drug dealer. You know what I mean? Like the Under yeah. Armour and all oh, that. Mate, we dress my boy like he's a grown-up. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We always have. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, as, I'm never dressed him in like the old, uh, like the, like the I know what you're Disney saying. stuff and all yeah. that. No. Like I, Spider-Man t-shirts. Yeah, I dress no. him, I dress him like he's, um. Saying that, he got some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pyjamas for his, uh, Oh, he's got the PJs, and yeah. And he was putting, he put them on and he had them on all day yesterday. He loved it. Yeah. Did I send you that video? Yeah. Where he's got a thing on, he's doing yeah, all Yeah, 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 that's funny. <laughs> so and he's got the Man City jar. Ju- no, he loves on. them. Yeah. He loves them. They're, they're wicked, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're wicked. I'll tell you what, we should have got them over Northfield Market. I wonder if we could do an episode in Northfield Market one day. 
Yeah, I reckon so. That would be... You could definitely film some sort of content. Oh, mate, that would be unbelievable. So, boss man asked me, he's like, what's your boy want for his birthday? And I'm like, he loves football, just don't, <coughs> get, don't get him nothing Arsenal-related. He's like, all right, what about this? Sent me the Man City third kit. Nice. Sick little kit. He come in, he went, yeah, take that, yeah, get that away from me. He's like, buying that hurt me. Yeah, Did it? He's a die-hard Arsenal. Yeah. He's like, take, keep that away from me, yeah, because that fucking hurt me buying that. That's funny, I'm like, I appreciate it? it, mate, thank you. Yeah. I was good at you, though, that he's City. Yeah. But then you don't give a fuck, I don't really. care about Chelsea. Yeah. I was just telling the boys when we went out for lunch, like... Chelsea played the other day. I think I knew like two of the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew Gallagher. Conor Gallagher? Conor Gallagher. And. Was it Liam Gallagher in it? No, he's a singer from the 90s, mate. Um, I only knew one player. Well, mate, I'll tell you what, I've, I've been a bit lapsed with Spurs over the last few years, but um, I like this new geezer is winning me over, the Aussie guy. Who? What's his name? Ange Poster something or other. So, how do you feel about Harry Kane leaving? I mean, I just think, fuck him, really. Like, just go, man. Like, no one's, no one's bigger than the, the team, you know what I mean? But yeah, I was, what, what listen, it hurt, man. Did it, it? Do you know what it hurt? Like, as in, I'm saying, fuck him. I'm like, I'm like, a, I'm like a bitter ex-boyfriend who's just been dumped, do you yeah. know what I mean? And, like, my ex-bird's now going out some, like, fucking Premier League footballer who's taking her all around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Cool. Not, that, not that that's happened Can we just address before. the elephant in the room, quick? Go on. So Harry Kane's been signed by Skechers. Yeah. But he can't pronounce the word Skechers. 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 How are you going to endorse a product that you can't say? Yeah, we can't say a lot of words. Oh, no, but Skechers is a bad one for him. Yeah, Skechers. Skechers. Yeah. <laughs> How's he going to promote Skechers? Skechers. I mean, I don't know. By Skechers. By sketches. <laughs> but he, yeah, he signed like a deal like with them. Um, oh yeah, I don't know what the deal's worth. Obviously a lot of money. Oh, Are they making football boots? They're making football boots. And he's wearing them. And he's wearing them, yeah. So I know they've got Jamie Redknapp. They've got like the... Um, they've got a golfer, Matty Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he's a bowler. Yeah, the football boots, the sketch football boots have like light up things on the back. No. Yeah. Like LA gear. Yeah, they, like, they light up when he runs. And then also like he's got this thing in the middle where you can pop them down and they they turn into wheels so that he can... <laughs> <laughs> Winglies, you remember Winglies, them? mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was past my time. I would have had them, though, if I was a kid. Oh, I was naughty on roller skates, people, mate. Yeah. I told you about this. But what made me realise is, you you know, you put these players on a pedestal at your clubs. Listen, then the day, they don't really give a fuck about your club. They do a little is bit. Is there a professional? I don't think they do, mate. Pochettino's gone Chelsea. You thought, oh, he's missed a Tottenham. He's fucked off. Harry Kane's left. Declan Rice left West Ham. That one was the biggest surprise to me. He was like proper like yeah, but look, it West Ham captain. It doesn't mean they don't care, but at the he end of the day, it's his Ars job. He goes to Arsenal and he, all of a sudden he's like, the fans here and he's singing. Yeah. He's singing the Arsenal songs and it's like, where's the fucking I don't lottery, think man? he handled it very well. No, it's like... So I was talking to my pal, you know, O'Neill. Yeah. He knows him. Right. Right. So we was chatting. By the way, he knows bare bowlers, mate. Yeah, he's his a boy DJ. Plays football with, yeah, yeah. So his boy Mate, plays DJs, football with my DJs boy. always love to nosh off footballers, mate. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll talk to Jack. I'll get him a Man, a man City kit. Jack who? Grealish. Oh. I'm like, leave off. <laughs> yeah. Jack. He's like, don't worry, I'll talk to him. I'll get him a kit. Anyway, he knows Declan Rice. Yeah. And after that, because he's like, die hard West Ham as well. He's yeah. like, 
mate, I don't think you handled that very well, like, sending it to him, because he, like, the West Ham fans were a bit wounded. Yeah, of course they were. Yeah. He was straight in there, Mr. Arsenal. Straight in there, like Mr. Arsenal. Yeah. But he, he's, he's a sort of, like, if Declan Rice was a bird, he's, like, sort of bird that just, like, get a new boyfriend straight away, I love you, you're the only one for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Fucks you off after Deletes two months. Deletes all the old Instagram photos, yeah, yeah. starts fresh. Straight away. Six or seven posts a day. Yeah, yeah. straight away, two yeah, weeks that's later. Declan Rice. That's Declan Rice, He's man. the needy ex-girlfriend. He's, he's the... Yeah, he yeah, mate. He he sold West Ham fans a dream and like Yeah, and then sold them down the river. Well But they look they like they maybe better they off got a him. European Cup. Yeah. It wasn't a proper one, but it was a European it Cup. It was a European Cup, it was. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, like our mate Plum, he's like, No, fucking we're better now without him and that Alvarez is better than Rice anyway. <laughs> so it works both <laughs> like, that's ways. West Ham. But it works both ways. It's like the the fans could be like, oh, fuck you. And, but you know what I mean? But I just think it, it hurt with Harry Kane because it was like, oh, it, yeah, it, 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 it did it hurt somewhere a bit deeper. You know what I mean? He's doing all right over there already, though. Yeah, good luck to him, man. He, yeah. he deserves it. He's too good. He was too good for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you had some good moments, but um, just couldn't get over the line, could you? You've been watching this um, A Home of the Furies. Yeah, mate, seen it all. Do you like it? Loved it. Look, I come into it a bit sceptical. My missus is like, come, let's watch this. I'm like, nah, it ain't a bit of me. I got sucked in straight away after the first episode. Have you ever watched, uh, shout out Greg Shepard and Billy Fez, The Family Diaries? No. It's basically like that. Oh, is it the same format? Uh, it's exactly the same format. And they sort of, the Furies are basically ripped them, I reckon. But I would rather watch... The Furies. I may. I, I would actually say. Is it Billy Fairs and her fella? I'll actually say, yeah, her fella. He's fucking entertaining, mate. Really? Greg Shepard, right? I'll actually argue that he is more. Don't say more entertaining. He's more entertaining than Tyson Fury. I would go really for. Not? I would say go. Look, I would you go know what? I'm like, I don't watch television programs. No, things mate. Like that. Listen, I don't you've got to watch them. it. The only reason I watch it is because Tyson. Tyson Fury. I like mm-hmm. the Family Diaries because it's all based around Essex and that as well. Yeah. You know, I love that shit. Of course you do. Mate, I'm you just... lap that shit up. I love lap that shit up. <laughs> yeah, but look, what do you think of Tyson Fury? Nuts. No, it's good. Do you know what I found the most interesting oh, he's thing? he's gone, though. Oh, yeah, cool, mate. He's just slapped me and you. He's lost. Yeah, he's fucking lost, but... Um, too much, though. Too much. She's a saint. Yeah, she's a saint. Yeah, mate, I would say... Six kids. Listen, we ain't far off him. No, we are, James E. Don't mate, the decisions are. he was making, right? See you later, I'm off. You know did what I mean? you, do you know what the funniest bit was? Did you see the bit where he was going off to Isle of Man? Yeah. So he's going off to Isle of Man and he's going, come on, the lads are on top. He's got to get the fucking bevies in. And then they'd done a wide shot to the boat pulling off. Yeah. And the boat said, steampacket.com. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Steampacket.com. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, I wonder if they've done that deliberately. Oh, I don't think they know what steam packet means, mate. No. No. Mate, done me bad. No, yeah, me too. But do you know what I found the most interesting thing on that thing? Is the relationship between Tommy Fury yeah. and his bird Molly May. Now, Molly May is like very like posh. Where's she from? Surrey. I feel she's either like from Surrey or like Hertfordshire, one of them ones. Yeah. Should we have a look? Yeah, figure it out. I, I'm saying sorry. But the fact that she's ended up with, like, Traveller. 
I don't That's think she knows mad... what she's got herself into. That, well, no, I think she does, mate, because she's been, she's been with him for, for fucking yonks, you know what I mean? So that geezer bottled it, yeah, from Tommy Fury. You know, when I went to Dubai for that Sarah. Oh. Tommy Fury went in the programme. He goes to Dubai to fight that geezer and he bottles it at a weigh-in. The other guy. Right. I've not seen that, that far about? yet, mate. Oh, haven't you? Oh, she's from, she's from Hertfordshire. Oh, really? Right. So... This Molly Mage, like she's quite posh though. Very posh. I just think it's a mad. She's from Hitchin. As a teenager, beauty pageants being crowned Miss Teen Hertfordshire, blah blah blah. Yeah, but I just think that's a mad combo that she's ended up with. Like, like it's a, it's a mad clash, clash of cultures. You know what I mean? Yeah, massive. <coughs> so they don't want the kids to go to school, the travellers. Um. Primary school no, and then that's sense. it. I don't think they like all the education. Yeah, it's primary school and then that's it. Why though? So basically... Get them out working. I think the whole thing is the boys go with their dad and work. Or like say if they're a boxer or whatever, they push them into that. So it's just like all they do is that. And then the women, because they get married so young, they need to learn how to look after the house, do the cooking, that sort of stuff. So they learn from what? 10, 11 to sort of 15, 16, when they're looking at getting married, they have to learn how to do all that stuff. Yeah. And then eventually look after their mum or look after the nan. Bare kids, though. You know, she's pregnant again. Is she? So they had six in the programme, and I think she's just about to drop with number seven. Mate, I'd love to get a traveller on here, but do you know, do you know any? Nah. Nah, they're not the sort of, There's a There's a traveller site near you. Try and get Tyson... What do you think? I'm just going to walk in there and be like, well, do this you is be it. on a podcast? It's not the most... Um, <laughs> it's not the most welcoming of... You no. can't just stroll onto a traveller site and be like, listen, anyone want to have a chat? I'll tell you what I do, rate John Fury. Do you? I liked him. Do you like him? Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, he's all right. From what I saw on the programme, bearing in mind, I'm basing all this information. I don't know anything about any of he them. He said it did well for them to look good, though. You reckon? Of course it is. You know, these things are, you know. Like, like they, they could follow me and you round with cameras and they could make portray us to be They could assholes. make us look pricks, yeah. Or they could make us look like, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Top guys. You know, I mean, it's all down to the it editing. It wouldn't be easy to make us look like top guys, would it? Come on, James. I think, I think it'd be easy to make us look like good guys, yeah. But then again, like, you think sometimes when we're chatting, me and you... Yeah, we say some things we that you wouldn't want to be filmed. No. <laughs> this fly is driving me mad. Yeah, he's fucking... Got you, you little cunt. No, he didn't. It's still here. Oh. You can't kill flies on camera anyway. Oh, I can fuck flies, man. <laughs> All these, whoever gives a fuck about me killing a fly. Do you imagine? Backlash. Backlash. <laughs> that Josh James show, Killing Flies. I'm, I've killed so many flies. I'm a serial killer when it comes to flies. Oh, have you seen them uh, guns? It's got, you put like Electric. salt in it. Yeah. And you like, bang, and you shoot flies with it. I'm going to get you one. Yeah, I'm going to get I mate, I yeah, hate Let's flies. both get one. So it's like, it just shoots like a little sh shot of salt that comes out about that big. You just line it up with the, with the bugs, like bang. Yeah, yeah, bang, bang, bang. I'm going to get them out. Yeah, Talking about never um, flies. Tyson Fury and bo the boxing world. Have you seen this telephone booth boxing? Oh, my days. It's fucking mental, How good it? is it? It's dangerous, man. Of course it's dangerous. They literally, the problem with it is, once the geezer's knocked out, it's so cramped that he's still standing up and yeah, he's still, just still bashing him up. Yeah. <laughs> and you see this little hand come through, like, stop, 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 like he's out. 
Fucking brilliant, mate. What fucking a sport. Mate. What a it's sport. not something I love. I love boxing, but that is... <laughs> oh, mate, I thought it was so funny when I saw it. Just two geezers Yeah. Right in front of each other. Fuck that shit, mate. No footwork involved. No, 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 no. It's just swinging. I think the biggest thing in that sport is the chin. The chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't you so got... much your fighting ability. It's your ability to get whacked. Well, you've got to be able to... what? You've got to have a whack and get whacked. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is just fighting in general, though, isn't it? Well, look, while we're on the topic of boxing, I mentioned it on the podcast before that my brother is a... Um, been doing the a big bit of show. Whack. Yeah, the big show, yeah. He's been doing a bit of white-collar fighting, so I'm not supposed to be on my phone. My missus told me off. Yeah. For being on my blower. Oh, she um, give you notes, didn't she, your bird? She gave me notes. She's like, right, so what are you talking about? She's like, so what are you talking about today, then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all right, sweet, but make it funny, though. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. all right, B, you know what I mean? Yeah. Leave off. She thinks she's like a producer on the show. She, she made a load of notes. She's producer. So Paul White is fighting on Saturday, the 23rd of September at the Circus Tavern. If anyone wants to come, DM me and I'll get you tickets. It's going to be a good night. Do you know what with the Circus Tavern as well? That play, you go watch boxing there. There's Strippers. a strip club there. Yeah. So can you go... You can go watch them boxing. I mean, it's a proper geezer night out. Yeah. You can go boxing. You can go strippers. It's got to be something with a bit of chop there. hundred percent. Yeah, but you think uh, you can't pick up at the tavern? Oh, <laughs> mate. <laughs> mate, just lick the sofas and you fucking yeah, be off your nuts. If you want to feel, if you want to um, question your life choices, then definitely go into that, that strip club at the circus tavern. Yeah, after the boxing. Yeah. Mate, you, I'm really looking forward to it. My missus ain't coming. What, the rippers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to the boxing. Um, yeah. Mate, after his performance in the first fight, I was just really impressed. Mate, your brother is a unit. He's a big boy. Uh, I see him when I come to your boy's party the yeah. other day. I see him from my ring. He had a hat on, sunglasses, and he just went... <laughs> just yeah, so mate. chill. We're proper different characters, me and my brother. Mate, you're, so out of all your three boys... Your oldest brother, he got the unit genes where he's like six foot seven, six foot eight, yeah? Six, six. Six, six. Your youngest brother, he got the handsome genes, yeah, see, look, man. So funny enough, come on, let's bring it up. He got the handsome genes. So when me and Ben used to go out, we was literally just talking about this on FaceTime just before the pod. Because um, you're saying that he's the best looking brother. He's the best looking brother. Right, by, so, by, by a mile. So we used, to, we used to go out and we'd put our arms around each other and we'd go up to girls and we'd be like, who's the best looking brother? And I would come out of there most nights, six, three, five, three up every time. One thing I would say and is, I lost all my barnet. He's just had a nice little. Uh, he's just had a nice it, little top up. He's had a little helping hand. <laughs> a little top up. <laughs> a touch of God. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, he's, he's looking well off it, mate. He was. He's always been the best looking. No, it's not true. That's that is very true, mate. Well, it's not true. It is very if, true. Look, we used to do literally surveys in Sugar okay. Art, and I used to come out on top. I'm of the telling time. you, I've got eyes, right? <laughs> and I'm telling you, and I've known you both for quite a long time. Your brother, is, your younger brother, has always been better looking than you. Okay, well, look, I don't care. I'm I'm basically married up now. Yeah, you know yeah, okay, I mean? it's good. But just as but, long um, as you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll allow it now. You know what I mean? He's got a strong head of hair. One thing I would say is, why I reckon you scored higher. I think you do have more charisma than your younger brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, you've got... He's, he's a mile better looking than you, but you've got a mile more charisma. Okay. Although your younger brother, he's very much like... He's dry. He's dry. He's most like your dad, actually, I think. 
Oh, he's exactly like my dad. Like, as in that, he's talking to you and you think, I wouldn't want to fucking clump off this guy. Oh, you no, know he's spiteful I mean? as well. Yeah, he, he don't want to tear proper, up with him. He's proper geezer. Yeah, you don't want to tear up with him, mate. He's spiteful. But he's the best looking. Plus, he wants to hurt you. Yeah, and I reckon you score better because you're, you're definitely more approachable. Yeah. And actually, if I was a girl and I was deciding between you and your younger brother, yeah, your younger brother, he's got the looks, but... It ain't always about You've that. You've got to feel the vibe. Sometimes you want, you want to go out and you want to have a laugh and you want to be, you know, you're, you've got a bit more about you in that sense. Plus, I was definitely more handsome back in the day. I mate, you look you at were, some old mate, photos of me, mate. You, you look were. at some old photos of me. So well, are you, call, are you, are you saying, out of all your brothers, you're the best looking <clears> one? <throat> no, I'm not saying that. Or you, well, I think I'm not you, getting into that. What I'm, saying, I'm not even saying in a comparison. You look at photos of me back in the day, mate. Fresh-faced. Before the gear got older, me, I was beautiful, mate. <laughs> I was beautiful. <laughs> it's just a fact. It's just a fact. <coughs> um, Problem is, back then, I didn't have the chat. That come later. I've oh, never see, been in a position where I could put it all together. Younger, I'm sure your your younger brother was better looking than you. Yeah, man. all right. Well, look, if that's what you think, mate, that's what you think. That's, that's you know what, what I mean. You know, but listen, what matters is how we see ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like a fat, ugly pig at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, uh, what matters most is how we see ourselves. But I think, he, yeah, I think you've got the charisma. The uh, chat. Yeah, your, your chat. Your younger brother's got looks. Your older brother's got a height, and let's be honest, he's probably got the fucking schlong. Uh, you, know, you know what? I don't think he has. Oh, mate, come Tell on. See what my brother's got. Six he's, for six. My brother is so kind. Really? My older brother. Mate, he does everything in their house. Does he? And this is not saying that, like... Do you know what that is, His though? missus don't do shit. He just... He's, he does everything. Like, he does loads with the boys. He does, like, all cleaning and that. He's, like... He's fucking Do you know what that sounds like to me? Really hard worker. Do you know what that sounds like to me? Big dick energy. Big dick energy. Yeah, kind. <laughs> he's got the BDE. The big dong. Of course he's kind. He's got, he fucking got like 15 inch <laughs> thing down there. I'll find out. To be honest, I ain't seen it since we was kids. Do you know what? If he could send in a photo. Yeah. I'll put it see, on the story. Would love to see what he's working with down there. Because I think it would be, it sounds like he's got BDE for sure. Yeah. If we'll ask kind, him on a boxing night. You know. Maybe he can pop it out if he wins. In the ring. <laughs> yeah. The whole room go dark. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jokes. Saw a video. Thought of you. Go on. Here we go. Black people and white people, we're doing a marvellous job at merging and, you know, and becoming one and understanding each other. You know what I mean? Like, there was a time when a black man got his hair cut and a white guy would be like, what? Just, why'd you get your hair cut? There's nothing there, mate, because we want skin fade and stuff. You know, and they didn't understand that, but now they understand that. A white guy can officially get a skin fade and officially have a shape up, and it's normal. You go to these Turkish barbershops, they're giving out black man trims, giving out high tops, giving out our fades, and it's all love. We love it, but there's only one thing. See my white brothers out there now, there's only one thing. One thing that I fear, that we're becoming so much alike. Are we gonna, like in 10 years, from 10, 20 years from now, what happened to the old-fashioned geezer? Does the old-fashioned geezer get eliminated and just disappear? You know what I mean? Like Steve, Oi, what's going on there, Steve? Dave, what, do these men just disappear now? What, you know what I'm trying to say? What happens to Steve and Dave?
and the, and the man them. What's going on there, mate? You know the old fashioned geezers. Ben Sherman shirts open, walking, Reebok clap. What's going on there, mate? You, you know what I mean, Dave? What's going on there, Dave? What's going on? Are these brothers gonna disappear. The geezers gonna disappear. Are we gonna in 10, 20 years from now when there's no more geezers? When I see all my white brothers, it's just everyone is just like, yo, wagon, yo, wagon. The white guys, yo, what? we're all wagon. Are we all gonna turn into wagon? I, I like it, but I'm not sure if I like it. I want some. You know what I mean? I love the brothers. I love the, the geezers. I love them. I love the merge. I love, you know what I mean? I love like, I call them white black, white black people. I like white black people because you're like merged into one. Like white, I like white black people. But what happened to the traditional white boy? Like, oh, what's going on there, mate? Oi, Steve. Oi, what's going on there, mate? Oi, oi, oi. Wait, what happened to him? <laughs> I miss him, mate. Let's come down the pub, mate. He's made, ne never going to get rid of the old school geezer. Made me think of you. The OSB. The white... Everyone's turning into a wagwan. We all gonna be wagwan. Yeah, I mean, it made me think of you. I was at the white black geezers. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, but look, do you think I don't act like a black guy, do I? Uh, nah. nah, but I think he has hints of like. Oh yeah, of course. You have hit. You have hints of the culture. It's very subtle. It's very subtle. Like some things you'll say, like you're a geezer. But you'll be like, oh, bruv, that's Peng. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is Leng. It was like, you know. Or like, but it's funny. That's peak. But I reckon, <laughs> I reckon that's a lot down to where you grew up. You know what I mean? I reckon if you're more inwards towards, say, like, you know, like white kids that are known have grown up in, say, Stratford or whatever, our age, they have got more of that sort of influence. I think it comes from your school. Yeah, funnily enough, when I when I went to a different school, went to a different school in Brentwood in for for like sixth form college. A lot of my mates in my school in Hornchurch, they they were black, and that when I turned up, some people said that I used to say like work like words differently. You know what I mean? I'd yeah. say like them or whatever, without realizing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's just the influence. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you can't help it. You do sort of morph into each other. So I've got pals that have gone to Australia, yeah, and they've got little Aussie accents. I don't think you could ever get me to start talking like an no, Aussie. No, but you say that though, mate. But if you're if you're around those people twenty four seven, I think it does happen. I don't think they could get me. I honestly don't well, think they could get might, me. Well, you might be a bit long in the tooth, but I, over multiple years, like what they have probably probably. My been. missus does sound a lot more Essex than when I first met her. Yeah. Certain words. Yeah, certain words. When all her lot come down, they're like. You sound like a proper Essex girl. Really? Like, I think she still sounds northern, but like certain words, she's she's changed. Of course, yeah, but that's just that's just natural. Plus, she's trying to get Theo to talk. She don't want Theo going into school with like some mad accent, so she's trying to like not confuse the way he speaks. Yeah. So she'll change certain words. Like she won't say like glass. She'll be like she'll say glass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like bath. She'll be like say to the. Say to the gentleman, thank you, Gavna. Yeah. Cheers, Sean. <laughs> Cheers, Sean. Where's the Steves? But you know what? One thing I was reading off the back of that, I was like, I'll play that for White Boy. That's a bit of him. Um, obviously, now you've got like in, in London where, like, for example, East London used to, you know, the accent of sort of like the working classes was, was uh, Cockney. Yep. Which it ain't no more. That's like urban. It's, well, it's called multi multicultural London English 
That's what it's called. That's what it's called, yeah. It ain't got the same ring to it as Cockney, is it? Nah. Multicultural What's London that? English. Have you heard that before? It's called multicultural. So GK, for example, your accent will be multicultural London English. And that's what your accent would be called. And it's quite interesting. And um, But anyway, reading up on it, and it's like, you know, it's, it's basically a mix of different cultures. So it's a mix of like, you know, like Jamaican culture, a uh, mix of, there's a bit of Cockney in there. So like, for example, maybe the way you'll say like, now, for example, you'll say now, you know? Yeah. So it's a bit of that. It's, it's like that guy's accent in there. If you hear him, he's saying like, he'll say sand, you know? So it's a bit Cockney, but then it's like, it's an influence of like, you know, Jamaican in there. And it's like a real, um, yeah, it's like a real, it's his own thing. And some people, I've heard some people go, oh, well, it's not English. And it's like, well, actually, it's very English because it is, it is, it's created within London. It could not be any more fucking English. It's just what, it's just what you historically think of English as like, I don't know, you know, you know, before uh, a lot of immigration started, to this country. I think it started with the grime scene. No, no, but it didn't. It didn't, though. It, it, start, it started way before that. Well, I think that must have been the first time that I was exposed to it. But if you, if you meet a lot of... Uh, so I was talking to Ray about this. He was like, some of his older brothers, they're from Bermondsey. They're in, like, their 40s. He goes, they still got Cockney accents. Yeah. Whereas people that are younger generation, they've got more of a multicultural London English accent. And it's really interesting. And, and they've actually... Uh, linguists reckon that in about 100 years' time, um, multicultural London English may well, it's very good chance that it will be the common uh, accent across the whole of England. Really? Yeah, because if you go to places like, for example, Birmingham, Manchester, they've picked yeah, up... Yeah, no, on, I think you're right. You know, and the youth of today, I mean, even if you see white kids from our area, right, they will speak a bit more... I mean, people want to say, like, Yeah, my little cousin sounds whatever, like it. But it's... Yeah. And he's from Chelmsford. Exactly that. Because it's the influences of what's what's you know popular within culture at the time and all stuff like that, and I think it's really interesting because it is an accent that is actually been born and bred in London, you know, uh, and in our lifetime. In our lifetime, and, and to think in a hundred years' time, that may be with a standard way of speaking uh, across across all of England. Imagine you got like some farmer in fucking Yarmouth, yeah. like. Wagwan fam. <laughs> Wagwan, yeah. Wagwan fam, give me two sheep, yeah? Or I think in Parliament, it'd be like, instead of like my right honourable gentleman, they'd be like my right honourable brethren or something. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Or like, this is the news at 10, you know, the Prime Minister's uh, just resigned because he's a bumber clerk, you know? I think, <laughs> I, I think that's so interesting. <laughs> Don't you think? And I, then, I watched, then I was watching this... Uh, I mean, I always watch these things on YouTube about uh, like the Cockney accent sort of, I think it's called Cockney uh, Dysphoria or something. I think I've fucking butchered that, but about obviously Cockney speakers coming out to Essex, Kent, yeah. you know, and then that Clayton. Loughton, you know, and it's, it's, it's fascinating. But to think that that could be the... I think that would be so funny. I think it'd be so funny, but we'd be dead by the time that's the standard, you know yeah. what I mean? Which is a shame. Yeah, look, I mean, me personally, I like the fact, I'm into like old fashioned traditional stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like all the books I read, they're all like well, well to do, like proper gentlemen. Mm. I'm reading one at the minute where this guy is like, it's at like the French Revolution and the English are kicking off with the Dutch 
like at the Cape of Good Hope in South Africa, trying to like secure the trade routes and all that. It's like pirate times. Fucking love all that. Love all stuff. that shit. Yeah, and you man. know, like for example, like our, our, you know, our grandparents and that speaking Cockney, speaking in Cockney rhyming slang. Their parents might not necessarily have been speaking in rhyming slang, and when rhyming slang came around, they would have probably been like, "Fucking hell, why are they speaking like that for?" Yeah, I mean, I don't think people ever actually properly spoke like a whole conversation in rhyming slang, though, did they? No, no, They'd but just rhyming, like throw little bits in. Rhyming slang's not like a language where you just say a whole uh, nah. sentence in rhyming slang. It would just be the odd word. You just drop it in. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, yeah, I, but I, still, I still use it. Yeah, I, I, I use it, but actually I use it without noticing. Just stuff that I've gr grown up naturally using. So, oh, let's have a butcher's. Of course. So I actually only found out in my 20s. I'm like, oh, that's Cockney rhyming slang. I just thought that was just something we set up if you want to have a look. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, But I just have a butcher's because it was common. There are, sometimes you hear people talking in Cockney rhyming slang and you think, it's just No, fucking, you're trying too hard. There's just no need, mate. Yeah. Like, you're trying far too hard. Like, I remember being in, in this... Caff once and a geezer comes in, all right, babe, can I have some Charles Dickin? And I was like, what the fuck? Charles? And she was like, what? He's like, can I have a bit of Charles Dickin? Bit of Charles Dickin? And she was like, oh, oh, sorry, what Charles Dickin? He's like, oh, yeah, chicken. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, you mate, don't. Just you don't say fucking chicken. chicken. You don't know, order food in Cockney rhyming slang. Nah, but there you go. I think if you're overdoing it, you're overcompensating. Yeah. You live in fucking Wickford. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there you go. But that's us for another episode, bruv. We're done. We're done. Um, thanks, guys, for listening again. Do me a favour. If you're not already, subscribe to the L17 YouTube channel. You can be found at We Are L17. Uh, follow us on Instagram at that Josh James Show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, you're missing out on all the fun over here on YouTube. Yeah, no, Get yourself it's a over way here. to watch it. Get yourself over here and watch it on here. Um, but if you are listening on there, leave us a nice, honest review. I think it's a five-star service, but I'll leave that down to you. <laughs> and uh, thanks again to Rumpford's number one podcaster, Chrissy White, a.k.a. White Boy. I've been Josh James. We'll see you all next week. See you later. Thank you. <laughs>